Marshawn put his hands on my and me until my fingers Is that high enough? He asked from beneath me. A little more, I replied. He obliged. <laughs> He's just so big and capable. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Hi, Bim. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> you sound a million times better. I feel so much better. Oh I just my needed gosh. to be like semi-dead for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly alive, but also kind of dead. Right, yeah. yeah. And then um, Friday, I was like, okay, I'm tired of eating soup and yeah. orange juice. And yeah. so you and I went to dinner. We had some big old hanks of meat. Yes, just <laughs> pounds of red meat <laughs> when my when my dish came out you said oh my god it's a it's a flintstones meal yes it looked like a dinosaur yes, uh, steak huge bone <laughs> just in, in the middle. short rib i don't yeah. know where that bone came from but it was good it was great yeah and i'm super pleased that you are back in full voice and full yes. well not full health but you're on the way there yes that's fantastic yes. uh we had some really lovely messages uh, of get well soon from Aww. the thirst buckets so that's thank so you very sweet. much yeah yeah, they really Thank are. Y'all. Yeah, it was really great. But now you're back. I'm back. Full strength. Yes. We are about to embark on just an odyssey of thirst. Um, yes, with such um, interesting stops along the way. Truly. <laughs> Truly. I feel like we are going to be like in slightly, wouldn't it like the, you know, the Mr. Krabs meme? Slightly yes. blurry, like yes. what? It's going to be a lot of like, what? what? And I'm excited to go down those particular roads. Me too. I'm ready. Okay. So, Nicole, we have welcomed you back to the studio with yeah. a very special guest. Yes. One of our, I always say that, you know, our, all of our guests are our favorite people, right. but Ashley here yeah. is the favorite of all the favorites. Right. <laughs> we are, of course, talking about Miss Ashley C. Ford. Hello. Hey. Hi, Hi, welcome. Oh my gosh, this is such a huge day for me. It's huge for us. Imagine how we feel. So we're going to do a very quick introduction for the people out there who weirdly do not know who you are, but I, I find that very no, hard to right. believe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Ashley Seaford, you are a known underwear model. <laughs> We've all seen the billboard. Don't be shy. She's not even shy. She's like, yes, I am. I am. Yeah, there Indeed. you go. <laughs> you are also a writer, a podcast host, a talk show host, and of course, the world's most famous Hoosier. <laughs> You're laughing, but you're not denying <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm taking it. There you yeah. go. I'm taking it. Even though somebody right before I got here, um, literally, uh, tweeted me and was just like, "Hey, you're from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Way to represent." And I was like, "Who is this?" And so I click, and it's like the CEO of Dwell, one of the co-founders of like Vimeo. Oh. Who is from Fort Wayne, Indiana? Wow. <laughs> so, I must say, uh, feeling a little less like the most productive no. and or successful. No. Sure. no, 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 that's wrong. I never heard of that. What's Vimeo? Ne- never, never heard of that. So, no, true. that's not true. Um, yeah. Ashley, you also host Fortune Favors the Bold, which is a MasterCard podcast about financial identity. But today... Fuck all that money talk. <laughs> you are here to get thirsty with us. I'm here for it. I'm there ready. you go. Yeah, this is going to be a really thirsty episode. Yes. Just jam-packed with um, beautiful people. Yes. It's true. Beautiful people who have lived very fulfilling lives. Listen, <laughs> I'm, ver- I'm really ready to get into it. Oh, all right, man. Ashley, take a sip of water because we don't want to okay. get desiccated. All right. Let's begin. Ashley, one of the first people that we're going to talk about is someone that we've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we love to go back and revisit people. And this person is definitely worthy of, of revisiting. Yes. And that is Chris Pine. Indeed. Mm. Christopher. Yeah. Christopher. Yeah. Topher, um, if you will. <laughs> oh, my God. Get out. <laughs> Topher, if you will. Do you know what Chris Pine's middle name is? I don't. It's White Law. White Law? Exactly. <laughs> exactly Wait. like like lore of the whites yes oh That's wow a, yeah he's if you were in any doubt he is white oh <laughs> he's quite white man his middle name is white law white. christopher oh white law pine 
Oh my gosh, white law. Yeah, I like. It. Yes. I feel like that. I feel like I just want to like see him in the background of a Lord of the Rings movie, <laughs> like battling some sort of like crazy orc on top of like a like a bluff or something, uh-huh. and you just see one of like the the hobbits looking over at him like right before he dies, and they're like white law. There you go. In case you hadn't noticed, Ashley has a rich interior life that she furnishes with scenes like that. All right. It is white wit. It's absolutely We should have asked true. you to write a drabble because that was already incredible. Already. <laughs> already. Something marvelous. Some fanfic out of you. Exactly. Really get our money's worth. <laughs> but you came to Chris Pine a little later than most people. Most people, you know, they started very early with his career. Yes. We talked about this means war all you know whatever but you kind of you got started a little later i did what was your starting point what was the one that you were like okay now i'm here my starting point was wonder woman Mm. okay i I wanted to see wonder woman because it was wonder woman right you know what i mean (laughs) and because uh you know gal gadot is nothing to sneeze at but You know, the I knew that the male lead in the film was Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, fine, because he didn't bother me. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he didn't bother did me. Did you watch any of the Star Trek movies? I didn't. Oh, wow. Like, I haven't seen the Star Trek movies, which is actually very, like, a lot of people, when I tell them I haven't seen the Star Trek <laughs> right. movies, are like, Really, actually, it just never happened. You're like a known nerd. I am a known nerd, so (laughs) I'm genuinely shocked. I am, I I am as well. It just never happened. Like Uh I feel like those movies just came out during one of the most chaotic points in my life, and so everything I was watching was just close and familiar. Yeah, and I wasn't branching out. And now I'm going back to like get some of that back. And that I mean, it's on the list because he's very sexy. And I, what was that octave? Your voice just then. What was that? I'm sorry. I just I, I suddenly felt warm and embarrassed. That I don't came, know why. That came no from deep in your It was very no need to be embarrassed. I, you got all breathy. I know. But also like oh husky. my goodness. And she's holding her hands. She's like <laughs> her hands are up to her chest. Like oh no. <laughs> it's just you I've know, said too much. I think it's just being now being married. Like I don't really get to talk to people. People are so put off by me talking about crushes and mm. people who I find really attractive except for my husband like I could have this conversation with my husband all day long mm-hmm. and my husband would either be like mm, I don't really see that for you or <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like you know I understand and if that opportunity presents itself let's just communicate you know yeah. <laughs> like that's that's how he is just about those keep things. him in the loop but a lot of people in the world feel very weird about talking to somebody who is very publicly married you know what mm-hmm, I mean like mm-hmm. talk about my marriage and my husband all the time mm-hmm. and so they're like hey you can't be talking about this person's yeeks and I'm like but they good yeeks what am I supposed to do <laughs> I'm so um, sorry I'm so sorry to be the foreigner here they're what now yeeks what, what are yeeks yeeks are butt cheeks oh my god <laughs> oh my god I'm sorry to do this. <laughs> is everybody seven years old <laughs> Sorry, We're no. laughing at yeeks right now. Yeeks. Okay, yeeks. just carry on. <laughs> well, speaking of yeeks. Um, Shut up. <laughs> Chris Pine's Chris yeeks. Chris Pine's yeeks. Fantastic. Like, it, actually, if you watch, like, in, especially in Wonder Woman, like, the club, I don't know what it is. Like, immediately, I was like, I, I've noticed his butt. I thought he had a good butt. And then there was this, like, scene in the grotto like this grotto in Wonder Woman where he is like after they've had this battle on the beach and all this stuff like they're trying to I guess bathe him and he's in like some weird glowing blue water and he stands up and Wonder Woman is like is that typical? Oh I I didn't see it come in Would you Say you're a typical example of your sex. I am above average. <laughs> Show you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> above average is what he said. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and I they didn't show nothing. Auntie thing right yeah. happening right now. I love it so much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are you I just <laughs> very. 
I was so like, oh, uh huh, interesting. And then what I think what I didn't get from Chris Prime before that I got from him was this in Wonder Woman specifically was that he is so good at hot and straight man funny at mm. the same time. Mm. Explain mm. yourself. Go further. Like his humor in those movies and also like I think in the in the 1984 that's coming out the little clip that I saw um when he's in that his humor is very like what's happening? You know like it's very like like he like everything else is absurd mm. and he's trying to keep things relatively normal mm-hmm. and failing spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Right. And that kind of humor of like the person who's like, I, like I'm in control, but also what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just tickles me. And so like he tickled me is that in what the he movie. Did? <laughs> he, he just, mm, he just cozied on up. And gave me a little tickle, oh, and then and I and so that I think that's that was the spark, right? Like mm-hmm. that was seeing him in those movies and being like, "Oh, I get it," which sometimes takes a while for me. Yeah, right. that there will be an actor who, for a while, people are like, "Ooh, ooh," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't get it." And then I see him in one role, you know, and I'm like, "Okay, now I get why everybody is into." this actor i get it now and that's what happened and i think also for chris pine in the wonder woman movie he um does not have a problem with the fact that she gal gadot is the star no and that he can play you know second fiddle and it's okay she can have the shine that's what he's just there to like magnify her and lift her up her character and her yes. her actual star in hollywood you know all the kind and he's just fine like he he seems very confident in his, in himself as a professional that he doesn't have to try to like which is take, extremely sad yeah, it's like, incredibly hot and then yes. he gave he, he's given multiple interviews where he has said you know he came on board to wonder woman because he had been a little bit reluctant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and patty jenkins the director essentially kind of brought him on board and was like, no, I'm going to... She said she, he, he said that she basically acted out the whole thing and here's going to be your role. This is what you're going to do. And he said, despite knowing this and coming on board and everything, every so often he would say to Patty, like, is there anything else I can do? And she was like, no, no, that's... This is Gal's, like, move. And he's like, yeah, of course, of course. But I love that he was, A, like, very happy to not be doing all the action mm-hmm. stuff, right. mm-hmm. but also would catch himself and kind of be like, oh, I want to do more. Wait, this is not my movie. Yeah. And I appreciated that because, yes, the bar is underground as to be in hell. Right. And yet, <laughs> and yet, it's still charming and lovely when someone is not a dick. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> and I think that that was it. Like, there was just, I got no dick vibes from him <laughs> in that respect. You want to rephrase that? In the negative. <laughs> no negative I got, dick. I got no jerk vibes. Yeah. No negative I got dick. No, oh I got no <laughs> jerk dick vibes. <laughs> right. Um, from him. We are 12 year olds. <laughs> Dicks are funny. They are funny. They are. They are quite funny. There you go. Um, but anyway, solidified for me, yeah. my crush, seeing him in A Wrinkle in Time. Talk about that. Okay. Because so. Bim is, <laughs> yes, she's settling into her chair. She's ready. Listen, go on, Ashley. Okay. So here's the thing. I know that, you know, A Wrinkle in Time was one of those movies that it came out and like immediately there were some people who were like, I love it. And then there were some people like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And AKA the internet. <laughs> AKA the internet. Um, so it got the internet experience. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a fan of the book growing up? I was a fan of the book growing I up. I mm-hmm. read it in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am, you know, I was, I grew up a fatherless girl. Mm-hmm. Or a girl who had, like, these really strong feelings about her dad who was not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just that thread of the book, like, daddy-daughter stuff is always going to mess me up. Mm-hmm. Right. Daddy-daughter reunification stuff and all that, like, it's it's just always going to turn me into a mess anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. But this was such a, like, it's such a weird role to play because you really are, like, his character... Um, being the dad of Meg yeah. um, means he's like gone mm-hmm. most of the movie, but the scenes that he's in, I don't know what Ava told him. I don't know. <laughs> I want to I wanna know what Ava said to him mm-hmm. the day where he had to play the scene where he sees his daughter 
who has come through time and space to find this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> he sees her and, like, like, and definitely thinks it's a trick at first. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then is like, oh, my God. Like and like the the what's happening in this moment of like having feeling like you have to choose between your children mm. feel like so much is happening, and he is just adorably unshaven, yes, and open hearted, yes, and he has like that you know that mad scientist thing where it's like <sighs> you know. I love my family, mm-hmm. but I really just wanted to shake hands with mm-hmm. the universe. Yes. Like that stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely into that. That hits your sweet spot. It hits my sweet spot. His wife's a scientist. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they are colleagues. Like she's not his secretary. You said colleagues like that was like the highest aphrodisiac you could think of. Listen, <laughs> you're talking to a woman with literally like, I mean, my husband takes care of a certain part of my life like right. so that I can work and have a career that like is meaningful and makes me happy and he has his own things but right now it's like he gives so much you know mm-hmm. and so it's like I the when I see in these when I see in these movies like these these people and especially when it's a man because it's just less likely when it's a man <laughs> when right. they have these partners these women partners who they they adore and they think are brilliant and they like they almost like worship her <laughs> but they also have their own shit going on mm-hmm. that's hot and are really unshaven yeah yes. the thing about Chris Pine he continues to grow on me like even more and more And the thing about him that I really like is that he seems like an intelligent, smart person. And if you couple that with, again, to go to Wrinkle in Time, because at the time I said to Nicole, you mean the role where he played the strong black father? Because (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but he absolutely did. I mean, like when he's hugging Meg and you're like, uh... no black man has cared more about his daughter in the world. (laughs) than this man right now like this is like Barack Obama shit like he's out here loving Malia and Sasha and that's exactly what Dr. Alex Murray is doing with Meg Murray he's a black Uh, he's a strong black father it's a superb superb little I mean those scenes like I don't know what Ava said to him but she said to him at one point look at that child like she is your child you'd have to and he said and I'm sure she said to to him again when it was the scenes with Gugu and Bartha Raw who plays Dr. Kate Murray like, oh. look at her as if her, your entire world is in her arms. Which, Listen. when he walks into the kitchen... Bitch. And he sees her. Oh, my God. And I was just like... <laughs> and, I, you know, when he was hugging Meg, like, there was, like, the thing, right, where, like, he hugs her and it's really tight and he does, like, the dad thing, right? One arm around the shoulders, the other one with the hand wrapped yes. in the back of the head. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Listen. And he's got her like this and then he, like... And then it's like he opens his eyes and he pulls her back and looks yeah. at her uh-huh. again. That's uh-huh. his kid. That is you his know what child. I mean? And uh, when I saw this movie, this was not too long after I had had an extremely similar experience right. with my dad getting out of prison and like, you know, seeing him and him not knowing I was going to be there right. when he like got to my aunt's house and him walking in and being like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that hug and then like that looking at your face, that mm-hmm. intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm at the point now where that shit turns me on. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just at the point where like seeing a dude being a really like loving, intense, passionate dad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I I could do this for you. Right. Yes. I could make this happen for you. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a game, Chris. <laughs> it don't have to be on a set. Oh it don't have God. to be. This could be our life. Listen. This could be our life. We speaking of uh-huh. Chris as a strong black father, whatever. <laughs> there was. I'm a, not taking it back. I mean that shit. <laughs> there was a picture that circulated. His barber put a picture up on his Instagram, and mm. it is Hold Chris on. Pine in front of some hedges. I don't know. He's looking very tropical. Yeah. He's got on this gold necklace with the Lion of Judah Listen. medallion. <laughs> this motherfucker said I'm Ethiopian. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this haircut is a very I date black people haircut. It this really is the is. kind of Chris 
I Chris date Pine. black people. Heck, God, oh my God, Nicole. Chris Pine is the kind of white man that other black men call king when they see him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but he like the only one like that. There, like, hey, what's up, king? You know what I mean? Like... When Chris is in the audience clapping because uh, tears, tears, tears down tears. his face, tears rolling tears. down his face Listen. because a black film has won. And he's out getting... there crying for Selma. <gasps> Listen, <laughs> this motherfucker cried for Selma. And again, the bar is where? It's so low. It's in hell. It's so in hell. But like, so, and you know, he's been trolled a little bit for those tears. And he's like, I was just feeling feelings. And yeah. I'm like, you know what, Chris? Right. I respect that. It's Sometimes true. you have to let the tears roll down because Just John Legend is out there talking about freedom. Like, you know what okay? I'm <laughs> and you're like, I felt that. I felt that. We just want Chris. We we see you. Yes. Yes. And we recognize you. So if you hear this, Chris, Chris Pine, Christopher Whitelaw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Check out my womb room. Oh my god. <laughs> I got you. All right, so Chris Pine, Mm -hmm. we had to give you a little love. We did. More than a little. (laughs) (laughs) It was important. Yes. Yes. But now we need to move on to another another man with great facial hair. Yes. Yes. Solid facial hair. Solid facial hair. Yeah. Uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. All right, you know, we've got some mm-hmm. age diversity popping up in here. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, listen. Yeah. This is a long one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's a long one. <laughs> it's yeah. a long one. <laughs> All right. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you got to understand, like, Sam Elliott, like my grandma was, I spent who I obviously spent all my time with <laughs> as a kid because I talk about her all the time, um, was also really into country westerns. Mm. Um, and so I was, by default, really into country westerns. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember watching Tombstone for the first time <laughs> with my grandma. Mm-hmm. You really are an auntie. And I'm telling you, I got all the credentials. <laughs> and I remember seeing that mustache and hearing his voice, which is like, it's not even as country as it is deep. Yes. Right, right. But he's not Southern. No. No. He's not. He's very much West. He's very Western. He was raised in California and right. like yes. Montana, Wyoming, kind of. Oregon. Yeah, that all kind of that of like ranch mentality. Yeah. But so many thing. people think of him as having like a Southern, like being like a Southern guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I well, mean? Well, his parents are like Texan. Yes. So like, I feel like they, they probably spoke to him in a way that kind of informed yeah. how he speaks now yeah. to a great extent as well. Yeah, they probably gave him that mustache yeah. <laughs> handed it which over really, son this belonged to your grandpa <laughs> <laughs> which really set things off for him but it was like Tombstone I also like watching the movie growing up I really loved the movie Mask <laughs> uh-huh. with uh, Cher, Cher. Mm-hmm. and he was in that and yeah. he just kept popping up in movies like I'm in college and you know hanging out with all these white boys and of course they want to watch The Big Lebowski and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I'm like that's Sam Elliott (laughs) like I know Sam Elliott and I think that like what did it for me with Sam Elliott which is so weird but it wasn't until he was on Grace and Frankie Mm. that I was like is Sam Elliott still hot? Like I had forgotten about him for many years and been like, oh man, that yeah, that Tombstone guy. <laughs> Let me tell you, very into that. Mm. So, what is it exactly that you are into when you talk about oh, that? Oh my god, I think it's like I, I'm kind of always going to have a cowboy thing. I think just because of the way I was raised, like I, I always have a thing for like the kind of like the handlebar mustache yeah. with like the five o'clock shadow, uh-huh. the Stetson, little bow legged, probably in some like some hard denim ass jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! And like and like a shirt that's like a button down but open for some reason. <laughs> like and the and the and the sleeves are cut off. You are and right now right. You are writing a Mills and Boone cowboy character, right. and I'm okay. ready to read that book. I'm very like I, I honestly like which is so weird because as I mean Nicole knows I read a ton of romance novels. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. romance. I don't usually go for 
cowboy romance novels for yeah. some reason. Oh. But there is something about Sam Elliott and thinking of him as a cowboy, even when like he's just sitting at that bar and that I'm like, I would go sit at that bar. Like yeah. I would go sit next to him yeah. and just hope he started talking to me. Narrate some shit about my life. <laughs> totally in. I'm very, very happy that this is happening. And then in Grace and Frankie, that was the first time that I saw a woman and man of that age group mm-hmm. have like a sex scene mm-hmm. in a mo- and not like a sex scene that was like, hey, we know those old people are having sex over there, right. but like one that lingered oh. and that was like very sexy in the moment and in it in and of itself. And, you know, now he's everywhere. Like now Sam yes. Elliott is everywhere. He was in A Star is Born, made me cry and that shit. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, please. Sam Elliott, one of the best perfor- like maybe the best performance in that movie. No, 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 maybe actually the best performance. Best performance in that movie. So understated. So understated. He just gives you exactly what you need, no more, no less. Yes. He just hands it over. And listen, yes. Sam Elliott is seventy-five years old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he has been around the block multiple times. Multiple. Yes. And yet he delivers. He is such a character actor. Mm -hmm. Like he has done nothing but hone and perfect his craft over all these years. And he brings it every single time, whatever the genre. Yes. Right. He's done a lot of things. Mm -hmm. The mustache. That's the one constant. The the constant. And and really, you know what? The constant is like the mustache is frosting for me. What it really is, is his voice. Yes. Let's talk about the voice. The voice. Yes. Okay. I know Sam Elliott. Mostly from <laughs> the best film in the history of cinema, uh-huh. Roadhouse. Hey, Roadhouse! Yes, yes. Who else is that star, by the way? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, <laughs> the sexiest ghost in the world. In the oh whole world. Gosh. Now that's that's true. Yes, yeah. that's true too. So there is a scene where um, Sam's character comes um what's his name garrett sam's mm-hmm. character garrett is coming to look for dalton patrick swayze's character and mm-hmm. dalton's out back getting beat up by some bully town bullies and shit and so he comes looking for him and then he goes out back and he joins in the fight and i just just listen to his voice how's it going mijo mind your own business dad you want to fight, Dickless? I sure ain't going to show you my dick. <laughs> and he's, he always has these incredible one-liners. Yes. yes. That are so delicious with that voice. And again, Ugh. that slow, western-ranged kind of voice. Yes. That he's like, you know, I got to take my time to say this because yes. I want you to really understand what yes. I'm talking about. And listen, yes. there's something about, like you said, that mountain range. He's, he, is in, he embodies... A mountain range. Mm-hmm. Like you look at him and you mm-hmm. think you have been here for ages. Yeah, you will be here for ages after <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, like you are sturdy. You will keep. Yeah, you're, you're, you're literally a. He's like a treasure. Mm-hmm. And yes. and, I, and I think it's interesting because I always think to myself there must be writers that once they know it's going to be Sam Elliott in the role they go back to the script and they write in lines for him specifically. I would. Yes. I would. I 100% would if that was me. If they were like, oh, by the way, Sam Elliott's going to take the I'm like, oh, give me that back. <laughs> Let me see that. I got to change some stuff real quick. Let me. Right. Give me that back. Because you know the gift. You know what you're about to get. And yes. he delivers it. And I love it because, you know, you go onto his page and you figure out, like, who is Sam Elliott? Like, I only know him from, like, I don't know, 15 separate projects. Mm-hmm. And right. it turns out that he, of course, has done a bunch of voiceover stuff. Right. Yes. right. And he has been the voice for a number of American brands, including Dog. Yes, <laughs> including Union Pacific. And my favorite thing, he was once the voice of the American Beef Council. He absolutely was. Which sounds dirtier than actually is. No, but he sounds like a fucking steak. He, listen. That you oh. are cooking over an open fire yes. outside. Oh my yes. <laughs> you know, oh my. Everything about this just flooded my basement. I can't even. I can't even. Like, you talking about meat? You talking about. Sam Elliott, an uh, open fire outside. I'm just like, I'm I'm burning up right now. Is it hot in here? Like, I'm like, what the hell? <sighs> oh, man. Yes. And 
he was in Justified. Yes. Like, how could he not be how could in he Justified? Not? Right. Yeah. Like, but imagine him, Timothy Oliphant, doing oh, that slow. Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I want to take a moment as we all imagine the sandwich that we want to be consuming right now. Oh, my God. Wow. You know what? I feel like we should just, like, turn off the lights. Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Just a moment. Listen. I just need a private moment. Um, You know, and when Sam Elliott was a young man, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of gifts. Like, you could find gifs of him as a young man Mm -hmm. because he's always touching his hair. And there are so many gifts of him when his hair was, like, around, like, his ears and a little lower. Just like doing like the long haired pull yes. across like the That's front. Nicole's catnip. <laughs> I have a Jeff saved in my my phone right now. That's him pulling his hair, and it's um I think it's again from Roadhouse. Oh, is it from Roadhouse? But he's pulling yeah. it back yes. to put it in the ponytail. Because as his hair has started to go gray, yes. and he has a deep wave to his hair. Mm-hmm. His hair is still thick and luscious. Yes. Ooh, now he's cut his hair. He's cut his yeah. hair. You know, it's a little shorter. It's, it's all easier white. to manage for him. Now he's getting a little older. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. I'll manage <laughs> Whatever it. Whatever Right. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Sorry. Just imagine you like lovingly applying conditioning. Can you imagine putting his leave-in in? <laughs> and being like, it's okay, boo. We're going to get your edges right. <laughs> We're going to Sam. Sam Elliott is really surprisingly potent. Now, here is, this is the thing. Like, you know, you sent over your list of people. Yeah. And I was like, Sam Elliott, sure. Like, I know the voice. I know the mustache. I'm here mm-hmm. for it. But being in this room with the two of you has really helped <laughs> to open up a brand new door. <laughs> or I'm just thinking to myself, is this what my future looks like? <laughs> and perhaps, yes. yes. Why not? Yes. I'm all the way into it. Wow. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Yes. Sam Elliott. So potent. Yeah. Wow. Hello, Slate listeners. Do us a favor and help us make a better Slate by answering our survey. It'll only take a few minutes. You can find it at slate.com slash survey. So we are going to move on, Ash. Yes. uh, From one end of the spectrum to quite another, because your third first object today is an athlete, which we tend not to really cover on this show. Mm-hmm. It's a young, uh, a young man, a footballer, yes. by the name of Marshawn Lynch. Uh, say it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Oh, he yes. is. I like him a lot. Me too. Me too. You know what it is? What is it? I like how we all just went real quiet. I know. We're all just pondering. The hype from Sam Elliott and then it's just like the quiet marveling of Marshawn Lynch. We're all contemplating life. Well, you know, I'm already, I, I don't, it, there's no reason why anybody should, you know, know this about me. But something that like people who are close to me would absolutely know about me um, is that I have a really hard time with authority. Mm-hmm. And I don't like anybody telling me what to do. And I definitely, if somebody's going to tell me what to do, I cannot pretend to be different. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. I'm really bad at that. And I just remember Marshawn Lynch sitting at that conference and people asking him question after question after question Mm -hmm. and him responding each time with, I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) And I and I think some people would see that and be like, oh, so childish. It's so just be a professional. Just Mm -hmm. and all I saw was a man who knew who he was. Yes. Yes. And was like, hey, guess what? I don't actually have to play this game Mm -hmm. just because you want me to. Right. And that just really lit my flame. Right. And it Mm -hmm. brought up a lot of um, racial dynamics. Oh, yes. When it comes to football, NFL. Professional sports in general, but football in particular. Yes. And how these... White people, the the fans, mm-hmm. the owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's what we're calling them owners, yeah. right? They you own know? the teams. Yeah. yeah. And how they think that the players should be responding and acting and that if they don't do exactly what they want, they get right. very upset. They, You know, they really acted like he was an uppity Negro. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they, they tried to like... They did want to find him. He did get fined at he some point because yeah. he was not um, answering press. And the thing is, from my understanding, the contract is you have to be there at the press conferences, but you don't necessarily right. have to be responsive. No, you and don't. he was tell he was letting them know, I'm here. 
I'm meeting my obligations, but you can only get so much from me. Yeah. I think it's also remarkable because he hasn't done it once or twice (laughs) Mm -hmm. or three times. Mm -hmm. Like he continues to kind of be like, listen, I'm here to play football. Mm -hmm. I know I have a contract to kind of do some of this stuff, but I can also draw a line. Yes. And I love when he said, (laughs) after the initial thing of like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. He then said (laughs) the next day, you know why I'm here. Yes. Like, yes. I will do the absolute fucking bare minimum, Mm -hmm. but you don't get to ask me for any more than that Mm -hmm. because I have fulfilled. I have done what you want me here. Fine. I'm present. Mm -hmm. You know why I'm here. Right. (laughs) And I just, I remember watching that. And again, I'm someone who doesn't understand or watch or like football, like Mm -hmm. American football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But every time I see him, I pause to watch something. Like, he's magnetic. Oh, yeah. And I think a good deal of that is knowing that he also truly does not give a fuck. He doesn't. Yes. He doesn't at all. And for me, you know, like, I'm not a person who is traditionally into football. Mm -hmm. Except that I had friends who were. And Mm -hmm. when my friends are into things, like, I pay attention. And I try to learn a little bit about it. Kelly got really into, my husband, Mm -hmm. got really into football when we were still dating. And he was in Seattle. um, And the big game was coming up and right. and Marshawn played plays for the Marshawn Seattle plays for the played for the Seattle Seahawks at the time mm-hmm. so it was like him and Richard Sherman who is also like right. I don't oh, know like oh, I, I also was smile. gonna put Richard Sherman so on the beautiful. on my list like but I was like maybe he I should have both of them the <laughs> most excellent face like just so, so handsome yeah I think Ugh, so too gosh. and then he's got dreads and I could pull them oh my does. god all right, all and, right. He, <laughs> and sometimes he dresses up as Harry Potter Oh, yeah. he's a nerd. That, he's a total nerd. Oh, bless. He's a huge nerd. Oh. So I was very, you know, like I was into them both. But Marshawn mm-hmm. just, there was something about like the way he moved, like his yes. attitude, yes. his refusal to be anything other than what he was. Not that I thought like Richard was, like I don't think Richard yeah, is yeah. either. But there's just something I think just kind of a little bit. A little bit dirty about Marshawn Lynch. Yes. And okay. I <laughs> Okay. There's no polite way of saying that. There's, there's there's just no polite way of saying it. But I feel like he knows a lot of stuff. Yep. And Absolutely. that's that's the umbrella term I want to use. He knows a bunch of stuff. Yep. And the kind of stuff I'm that I never would have that maybe I haven't encountered or I, or I wouldn't know the specifics that he would be like, no, nah, that's such and such. And I would be like, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> Marshawn did a commercial for the big game representing Skittles sure. yes! where he went to Houston, Scotland uh-huh. and he's passing around Skittles to people <laughs> and he, there are two women that he talks to at different points in mm-hmm. in the commercial because the commercial is fairly lengthy. It's like a right. two and a half minute commercial. Yeah. Again, their money's worth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now he's being, you know, a little silly with them. He's like, oh, you know about the big game. Oh, okay. I didn't think y'all knew about that out here. We got the Super Bowl going on. You familiar with that? I know this. Yeah, obviously. Oh, you know that? Like, it's so popular. <laughs> really? But he is leaning fully towards them and he is yeah. just like... You're saying something that is the most interesting thing I have heard all day. Like, he is fully giving them. It's a skill. I was just like, oh. If you see him in interviews talking to people, like, where, like, he's asking the question, which they let him do sometimes. He does a full, like, that full lean in. And his eyes don't leave you. He's engaged. In a way that, like, for me would be so overwhelming. (laughs) And I would just be talking to him and like really trying very hard to keep my cool. But inside, like my body would be like, (laughs) wow! He's looking at us! (laughs) Why are you looking at us? And I would be like... Uh, I want to play a clip uh, from one of his interviews where he talks about moving through people mm-hmm. because he's so focused on his goals. So let's hear I that. know this interview. Yes. Marshawn Lynch isn't altogether different from playing against him. He comes right at you. If you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and over and over and over and over again. They're just not going to want that. Think there's a deeper metaphor there? Run through a motherfucking face. <laughs> Oh, uh, he gets me so hype and I feel hype. so assertive in myself. Yes. I'm like, you're not going to push me around. No. Also, let's go out back and fuck. Yes. <laughs> I don't, like, yes. I, come on. Yeah. 
Come over here because I'm going to run through your face. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Like I said, like my 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 chosen sports are things like tennis, mm-hmm. some football, mm-hmm. in the way we call it football right. in yep. my home country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really do, even rugby, I'm okay with from a distance, mm-hmm. you know? But there's something about... You know how his nickname is Beast Mode? Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are, are, are you sure? <laughs> All right. There's something about Marshawn Lynch that makes me just think whatever is in front of him, he attacks with gusto. Yes. Mm. And that is just an incredibly hot idea. Mm-hmm. Like as applied to life. Mm-hmm. But also, if that focus was on you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what the fuck would that look like? <laughs> Actually, um, just choked a little bit. I <laughs> wow. I was like, <clears throat> uh, 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 there is, uh, it, it's the idea you of You can't being, even speak. I know, because it's like, this is a, this is like, you know, Marshawn Lynch, uh, on top of being like this incredible football player uh-huh. um and with an just an amazing sense of humor yes his yes. sense of humor is so good yes on top of all that marshawn lynch ain't missing no meals right and so when you so like he's a big thick snack so you think about like being served up <laughs> for a man like that that like you know, I, I, I just <laughs> the, the the fantasy of being devoured oh my God. by someone with such a healthy appetite sure. um, and plenty of room to run off. Oh, my God. Uh, Listen, and it's not what, just. <laughs> yes, it's not just about uh, I'm going to devour this meal, metaphoric or literal. Right. Um, but. He is also going to savor the experience. Yes, like he's yes. not just tunneling through the meal. Yes. Just like, uh, let me just eat. He is actually like, oh, this was good. This is he's, you do it. Oh. He's taking note of the spices. Yes, and he's he compliments people very freely. Oh very gosh, freely. He, yeah. when he is moving through his hometown, Oakland and the Bay Area and stuff like that, yes. and like reaching out to the kids and stuff. Like he, you see these interviews and he's talking to people and he's just making sure that they see. That he sees them. Yes. Again, yes. he's very, he, he just wants the people to know, I recognize you. I see yes. you. Yes. And I think that comes again from the environment of football, professional football. And just yes. like people not necessarily seeing him as Marshawn, but seeing him as what he can do. He's an his, asset. His, yes. Yes. There's also, I think that there is this dynamic that happens um, that in high schools that's pretty unique to America just because of American football, mm-hmm. where... There's always, I feel like, in school, especially when you're that girl who is kind of like the smart girl mm-hmm. or like the girl that like people like, but are also like, eh, but she's she's doing something different mm-hmm. maybe from the rest of us, like whatever it is. And there's always this one really nice football player who's really good, like he's really good. But he's also like in class, <laughs> yeah. And he's also not a jerk, and like mm-hmm. actually kind mm-hmm. of funny and mm-hmm. fun. And he's always the one that people who think they should be invisible to him mm-hmm. will be so shocked when he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Marshawn Lynch to me gives that energy yes. of like that football player who's the one who's kind of looking out for the people who don't feel seen and like he maybe is not going to like y'all ain't going to hang out after school right. but if he sees you in class he's going to be like what's up did you get that done you know right. what I mean yeah. you know oh miss such and such tripping she got us do it you know and just make a, a the the smallest amount of conversation that he understands costs him nothing yes, and just means everything to you because of the context of your yes. life in that moment. Yes, absolutely. And this that is, kind uh, of emotional intelligence yes. is something that you, I don't, I'm not trying to teach nobody that no more. At this mm. point in my life, <laughs> at this point in my life, if I show up, it's some it's some stuff you gotta just already have to to work with. Yeah. And he's got it, baby. He Oof. got the tools. He got the oh he got he got it. Yeah. <laughs> it. And it's like it's easy for us to think, okay, 
athletes, uh-huh. uh, urban, you know, environment, inner city right. kid, whatever. Maybe he's not quote unquote smart, but he's actually very smart he's and he very tries smart. very hard. Yes. But he just he doesn't have time to make shit pretty. He's like, no. this is what we need to do to get this done. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's just like in keeping with his person. I, it seems yeah. to me that he is someone who gets stuff done. Yes. Mm-hmm. As he just explained on that piece of tape. <laughs> yeah. Like, run through your face. All right. And I appreciate that because I think there's a, there's always kind of like a tendency towards like flowery, um, ultimately inconsequential noise. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he cuts through it so cleanly in a way that I think even if you are not into the sport or whatever, because I'm not in any way, like I couldn't tell you shit about his stats. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is that when I see Marshawn Lynch, a part of me just thinks, like you said, Ashley, I wouldn't have to teach you shit. Mm-hmm. Like you are coming into this like a fully fledged, emotionally intelligent man who also enjoys life yeah (sighs) marshawn lynch listen Mm. you know what ashley thank you because (laughs) you know what we need you know what ashley thank you (laughs) we needed that so ashley we spoke already about three of your first objects and that's Usually what we keep it to when we mm-hmm. have a guest. But mm-hmm. the thing is, Ashley, I don't know if you're aware of this. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. And so you have, I don't know, you've inspired us to keep this fucking conversation going. I know. Great. It's, um, it, you're such a delight. And you make us talk about these people in such a, I mean, we're already good at what we're doing. Right. Let me, let me, you know, let me, you know, toot, that toot, toot, yeah. toot, motherfucking toot. Don't go too far. You know, <laughs> Like, like, I'm all right, but y'all are really the ones out here doing this. <laughs> but the way that we've had this conversation, it's just been so delightful and yes. so rich. And we want to continue it with a little, you know, a little bonus. Yes. A little dessert. Oof. Yes. Yes. You know? yes. A dessert. Yeah. And who better to be the dessert mm, than Megan the Stallion? Ooh, we. Big old treat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love yes. you some Megan. You love you some Megan. I love me some Megan. Tell us why. I, you know, I think what it really was for me, it didn't even all the way start with the music, right? It mm-hmm. was Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was on Instagram. You know, you scroll, you see yeah. stuff. And somebody shared this video mm-hmm. of Megan Thee Stallion outside the gas station in Houston listening to Big Old Freak on the radio. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like and she and you know she was doing her the like video. at yeah. the station. <laughs> like, and like doing her whole thing. And I just thought she looked so fun. Yes. Like that's what it was at first. Like, you know, she twerking outside the gas station. And you know, and also when Megan the Stallion twerks, that's not like when I go to the club and see somebody twerking. Right. Or any twerk I've ever seen before. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is otherworldly like it's just like she twerks and you're like was there like like it seems like she got an extra joint or like some like (laughs) extra oil on her knees or something that helps her do all that and I don't have it her knees are lubricated (laughs) they gotta be lubricated as hell Hell. It's just it's, it, the inside. I've seen an X-ray. It's just WD forty. It's, like, it's just it's just a bunch of oil. And it's just WD forty and Vaseline. And just padded. Like she is fine. She is shock absorbed. There is nothing. There's she something is bionic. About she is and bionic. I, and I just was like, wow. Let me go check her out. You know, because every once in a while you see somebody doing something. You know, you see somebody yeah. doing something cute on the internet. I don't mean they really doing anything. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I've, I I've followed many a terrible Instagram account. I'm like, oh, unfollow, unfollow. This unfollow. was a mistake. This yeah. was a mistake. <laughs> I thought you were cool. Um, so I'm watching it, and I, I like I go to Apple Music, and Apple Music had this freestyle mm-hmm. that she had done. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a really great way to figure out real quick whether or not this is somebody who I'm really trying to be bumping. Mm-hmm. Listen to that freestyle, and I was like, she, be, be, she is what? sick. She is Sickening. so good. And I was just so, and then as time went on and just like watching her and listening to her and seeing how other people reacted to her and how that didn't, to me, change the way she did her thing or lived her life. Like I said, like that anti-authority thing already messes with me. Like people who really know who they are, that Mm -hmm. that just pulls at the center of Mm me. And then she had the nerve to be in these outfits with her boobs up and (laughs) and the ass out. And I was just like, well... (laughs) <laughs> if it's if it's here 
Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Who am I not to partake? Who am I not to partake? That's the extra. <laughs> That's the extra. That's it. Who am I not to partake? And I just thought, like, I love the way she does her thing. I love yeah. the way she looks. Yes. I love, but I, lo- I love the cure. I love the way she curates her look. You can tell that she got a vision for herself. <gasps> mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks or how people throw out what she should do. She's got mm-hmm. a vision for herself. Mm-hmm. And she is on that path. Like, she's on that road and that ambition is sexy as shit. Yes. She's so ambitious. She's also in school. She's still in college. Yes. Working on her healthcare management degree. I'm so proud of her. She wants to open elderly care assisted living facilities. Yes. So she has several things in mind. Mm -hmm. She's only 25 years old. I think people forget (laughs) that she is literally, like she is 25 years old. I cannot imagine having half of my life mm-hmm. that together mm-hmm. you know I look at Megan Thee Stallion and I'm thinking to myself oh here's somebody with a plan yes right. and again you're just kind of I'm in awe of that and then of course yes there is the matter of how she looks like I, I once texted Nicole like <laughs> why does Megan look like that and Nicole's reply was just one word which told me everything and she just said oh Texas <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, you know what? You ask a foolish question, you get a solid answer. You get a solid and I didn't answer. even reply. I just closed. I closed my text up. I was like, yeah, all right. I asked for the answer, and I was given it. She is so magical to look at. Yes, yes. that Gulf Coast Southern life. Mm. Houston is another place. <laughs> and like it just really, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is amazing, and I love the fact that her name is the Stallion. Yes. And if you don't speak Southern slang, uh, we have a clip from her own mouth explaining why she is called Megan the Stallion. The first time I was ever called a Stallion, I was fifteen, and I was like leaving a football game and this dude he was way older and he was like dang little mama you a stallion i was like "Uh uh-uh go to jail i'm 15. like i really started going off because he scared me so i had to go (laughs) i had to go home and ask my uncle i was like uncle what is a stallion and why that man called me that he was like oh megan that means that you tall and fine i was like oh yeah i am that (laughs) 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 megan is 510 yes she is what we like to call stout Yes. Built. Yes. Brick house. Yes. Brick house. Um, as in like thick and curvy and shapely. All and the things. It's yes. all there. Yes. <laughs> she is like both liquid and solid at the same time. Yes. I like, feel like in the 70s, if I saw her walking down the street, the song that would be playing in my mind would be Bad Mamma Jamma. Yes. Uh-huh. Like she's a bad mamma jamma. Just like if she would just be, because you know her stride ain't short because oh. her leg's too long. So yes. if she walking, you gotta you have a song with a little bit of better pacing, yeah, to, in order to keep up with the stallion because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a long stride. Yeah. It's I look at her sometimes when she's you know what I, you know what I mean? Yes, the twerking is out of this world. Like I feel yeah. like her twerk, like you said, is so individual that it could be a fingerprint. Like yes. nobody else does it like mm-hmm. her. It's yes. it's completely unique. It mm-hmm. is what it is. My favorite thing about Megan the Stallion, though, beyond the just excess of talent and joy is her nose. Oh. Yes. It is the cutest nose in the whole world yes. because it yes. looks like a little Such black girl's nose. nose. Yes. It's, and then when she smiles. Yes, it scrunches and up. And it scrunches up oh like this. Oh my gosh. She still it's has just, a baby girl face. Yes. She does. You know, she looks so young yes. and just... Um, free yes yes she does she looks like she's unencumbered and that's we know that's an illusion Mm -hmm. we know that only you know not too long ago she lost her mom Mm -hmm. right she's clearly burdened by life as all of us are but there is something about her that is just effervescent like she reminds me of every little girl i played with when i was a little girl yeah there's something just so pure and like great about her like she is not putting forth anything except who and what she is it's that idea of like the roundaway girl you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like just like that girl that's like no like i want a girl that's cool like i want a girl that is actually cool but not cool because other people say she's cool because right. that's never what makes you cool uh-huh. it's like they you when you just know you cool yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're just like, damn, I'm the coolest shit in here. Like mm-hmm. she said, I am that. I am that. Yes. <laughs> you know? And it's like, and that 
just comes off of her in waves. Yeah. But she does not give me arrogant. Like she does not give me like overindulgent. She to me seems free in a way that's like the real kind of freedom, yes. which is the kind of freedom that recognizes where you want to go and what the consequences and requirements are of that journey. Right. Also, when she um, started to blow up a little bit, she made a point to work with, be um, photographed with, seen with a lot of other young female rappers that are coming up. Because when I was coming up, women rapping, they were very siloed off and they they were, you know, they were kind of, pushing this agenda that there could be only one you know and yeah. and but Megan was like no nah, there's me there's Rico Nasty there's Cash Doll there's all these yes. other different people Squat. so she was yeah so she was very like no there's room for everybody there's room for all of us here and she makes it a point and you know she she's one of those people who's like positive vibes only and I have a little problem with that because I'm like right. Same. you know to be fully human we have some good we and got bad some negative vibes you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. but just a, sm- yes. a, a, a scooch a right. scooch of negative vibes <laughs> But she's clearly just trying to make sure people are focused on what they need to be focused on. And like right. Hot Girl Summer wasn't just necessarily about being a hoe and sleeping with everybody. Although just, shout out to everybody who did do right. that. Yep. Yeah, like do your thing. But her purpose with that was just to be like, go for what you want. Go for what feels yeah. right for you, for yes. you. And she's, you know, she's 25, as you mentioned. And she's like, I'm 25. I'm young. I'm going to enjoy my life. And right. if that means me twerking on the stage, then, oh, well, my man got to be able to understand that. And yep. if he can't, peace out. Peace out. Peace out. There's just like a really, I mean, my one of my most played tracks, <laughs> according to my uh, little stat counter, is, of course, Big Old Freak. And there's something about the way she, <laughs> everything about it, like, I feel like I'm a fairly confident person. Mm -hmm. But when I listen to Big Old Freak, (laughs) you cannot tell me a single shit. Like, you can't (laughs) tell me shit. Like, I'm out here... Generally, I I cannot twerk. I I barely have a backside. God bless it. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I can't do, and to be fair, no, almost no one can do um, yeah. what Megan does. But yeah, like, I, I listen to it and I am, I hate to use this word because it has no fucking meaning anymore. But I do feel empowered to just be <laughs> the best in that little moment yeah. that it's playing. Yes. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, honestly, like I'm untouchable. I am so yes. fucking yep. great all yes. the time because this song, it just G's me up in a way that I cannot... I can't express like no other song on my phone mm-hmm. in my music library does exactly what Big Old Freak does. Like it yeah. just yep. it puts me in a headspace that is just different. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me that I need to honor the big old freak inside. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Poetry. Yes. 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 <laughs> big old freak inside. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Big old freak, huh? Big booty, big old tree. I'ma make him wait for the pussy. Hit us in these big old ski. Ayy, feet on the bed. I fuck him up in the head. Suck it, then look in his eyes. Then the next day I might leave him on red. I am so, so grateful. Beyond the usual thank yous for our guests, of course we are grateful all the time. But Ashley, you really did something special today. <laughs> You helped me and Nicole come out of a, a place that we didn't even know we were in. You were so talented, Ashley. Good job. I, I am delighted <sighs> that we were able to talk about these things and that you were able to welcome me into this space. <sighs> I'm a huge fan of the show. And I mean, I, now I'm just extre- feeling extremely blessed for <sighs> being involved oh, and Ashley, for getting the opportunity to oh talk God, to I'm you two now, in this capacity. It's, it's a different set of tips <laughs> I'm so excited and happy that you love this because we love this and we love you. Um, Ashley, thank you so much for coming in. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me mostly on my website at ashleyc4.com, which will lead you to all the other places I've been writing all over the internet. Twitter is ismashfizzle and Instagram is smashfizzle. Excellent. But you can get there from ashleyc4.com. That's it. We love a one-stop shop. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This is great. Thank you so much. This Thank was you. So fun. Thank you, ladies. Thursday Kit is a Slate production produced by Cher Vincent and us, Nicole Perkins and Bim Adewunmi. Our music is by Tanya Morgan. Thank you again to lovely Ashley. You can follow her work on ashleyseaford.com and she's also on Twitter at ismashfizzle. 
You can follow the show on Twitter at First Aid Kit. Plus, we are on Tumblr at firstaidkitpodcast.tumblr.com. We love the Thirsty Live tweeters. If you want to join them, please use the hashtag TACPOD. That's T-A-K-P-O-D. Or you could also write us an email at thirstaidkit at slate.com. Remember, you can use our Thirst Sommelier service. Just send us a short, and by that we mean no longer than 60 seconds, message. The number is 510-984-4778. That's 5109-FIRST. And non-US Thirst Buckets can send us a short voice note at thirstaidkit at slate.com. Plus, you can find all of our episodes and links to listen at slate.com slash podcasts. We've been doing bonus segments that are just for Slate Plus members. Basically, it's an extra dose of Thirst Aid Kit every single week. To listen, all you have to do is join Slate Plus, which is Slate's membership program. For just $35 for the first year, you'll get a little extra from this show and all the other Slate shows, plus no ads. And you'll be supporting the work we do here at Thirst Aid Kit. And that's what you want to do, right? You want to support us completely and fully. So head over to slate.com slash plus to sign up for those premium sips. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, don't forget to tell a friend about us and who we are and what we do here. Stay thirsty. Hey. All right. So wow. Set my whole line? cycle in rotation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I, Sorry. I hate go. that you said that, but Sorry. I love it. You said he set your whole... My whole cycle in rotation. Amazing. <laughs> sure did. It's like putting a quarter in the slot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a ping pong ball. Oh, my God. <laughs>